Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Bone Visit Podcast with me, your host, Jeff D. Malvison. I know it's been a while, but, you know, I'm back. So happy to be back on the podcast. Um, had a lot of stuff going on, um, but I'm glad for you guys tuning in. And as we always say on this podcast, we don't say what's bad, we report what's good. So today's episode is going to be Major League Baseball Report Card. As you know, we're in the month of June. Um, almost close to the all-star break halfway um, season almost halfway over close to the trade deadline obviously you got you know the all-star game and a bunch of things happening Um, today we're going to talk about you know I'm gonna give out my grades at this point in the season we're gonna talk NBA finals recap you know uh, obviously storylines from games one through five we're gonna talk about my studs and duds and this term called the new media and also, we're gonna talk. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk a lot more of things, including my shout out of the week. Um, you're gonna like the shout out of the week. But first, let's get into it. Now, in this baseball season, we've seen a lot of you know teams surprise us, seen a lot of teams disappoint. Um, so, in the, in the American League East, I mean, this division was supposed to be. Com- I mean, it is competitive. Much, it's for lack of better words, it's competitive. It's very competitive. Um, I give the Yankees an A. They're, they were on, hopefully, I didn't check the scores yesterday, but they're on an 11-game winning streak with the strength of that rotation. You know, Garrett Cole, um, you know, giving a healthy Luis Severino, Jameson Tyone, a revelation in Nestor Cortez. I mean, this team, this team could be something in October. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Toronto Blue Jays, I give them an A. Obviously, you know, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at some point in the season, he's going to heat up. But uh, they just called up their hot young prospect, Gabriel Moreno. And to think for a team that lost the the reigning AL Cy Young Award winner, uh, Robbie Ray, this rotation's been really good. Kevin Gosman, um, Jose Barrios, um, Alec Manoa, you know, obviously Hinjin Ryu, he's hurt. Um, Kikuchi, he's, he's been solid. You know, Ross Stripling gave him a very good quality start on Sunday. This team, and especially that bullpen, that bullpen is rock solid. Boston, I give him a B minus. Obviously, with that slow start, you know, so much swirling around Xander Bogarts. Will he or will he not opt out? Um, Trevor Story began to heat up. Um, still, questions for me is that pitching, especially that starting rotation. Once they get Chris Sale back, how is that going to shake up? But I think they're a team that should make some noise come the second half. Now, the Tampa Bay Rays, I give them a B. Um, I'm still re- waiting for uh, Randy Rosarena to heat up, you know, last year's Rookie of the Year, who had a, a very good rookie, rookie season. Um, you know, Wander Franco's on the mend, but this is a team that has had trouble scoring runs recently. Um, at some point in the deadline, they're going to make some moves, but for now, I give them a B. You know, be Baltimore, I give them a C. They're, you know, they just called up Adley Rutschman. Um, they're still in this youth movement, you know, still in that rebuilding stage. This is around the time where teams, you know, they start see, trying to make that significant leap. And right now, Baltimore, they've made that significant leap. They've had some very impressive wins uh, over teams like the Red Sox, um, the Yankees, you know, early in the season. But this team is on the up and up. In the American League Central, this division, I, 
before the season, I thought the White Sox would be the class of the division. Of course, I was wrong. I thought KC would at least give them a run for their money. I was wrong on that, too. The Minnesota Twins, I mean, Byron Buxton, he's been hitting, albeit the question is, can he stay healthy over a long period of time? That remains to be seen. But they've gotten great contributions from Carlos Correa. Um, you know, the, um, I can't remember that guy's name, the number one pick. Um, you know, they, they really, you know, they're a team that's been, they made that huge trade, you know, obviously unloading Josh Donaldson's contract, getting Gary Sanchez with their help at catcher and getting a quality third baseman in uh, Giovanni Urshela. So, obviously, they, they've, you know, done some pretty good things in the Central. We'll see. Can they keep it up? The Cleveland Guardians, I know it's kind of hard to say the name right now. The Cleveland Guardians, they're in that retooling stage. I give them a C. And for the, the grade for Minnesota was an A. But for Cleveland, I give them a C. They're retooling. You know, they're trying to see where all the pieces fit. Um, the rotation's been, it's been okay, you know. But, obviously, the guy who's been really playing well, Jose Ramirez, who should be, I mean, he might be their lone all-star that they have this season. Um, the White Sox, I give them a C. They've been a disappointment. Um, you know, Tony Russo getting booed at home. Uh, obviously, they've been hit hard by injuries. You know, Tim Anderson going on the injured list. Um, now Michael Kopech on the, inju- on the injured list. You know, this team... They're supposed to be the class of division, as is the next one on this list, Detroit Tigers. I give them a C. That offense has been slumping badly, especially Javier Baez, their big-ticket free agent. Jonathan Scope has been not been well, but their shining light has been Tariq Skubal. Skubal, he had an ERA under three going into, going into today. Um, he's been pitching well. You know, he's still got to get Casey Mize back, but... Um, and. Another unsung hero in that rotation, Alex Fideo, who's been pitching very well. Um, Kansas City, oh, I didn't think they would be this bad, but obviously they're young pitching. Um, but their hitting's been fine, though. Uh, albeit Salvador Perez, he's got to get better. Um, Andrew Benintendi, a, a guy who's been a hot name at the trade deadline. Um, he's been rock solid. He should be an all-star this season. Um, also... We'll move to the American League West. Now, the American League West, it's kind of what I thought it was going to be. Houston leading the pack. Houston, I give them an A. Their offense is, we thought with Carlos Correa, they're going to miss a beat, and apparently not. Jeremy Pena is playing rock-solid shortstop. Um, also, they're Don Alvarez, that new contract extension, that six-year, $115 million contract extension. He's been lighting it up. So is Altuve. Um, the starting rotation, definitely October ready. The Angels, they ran into a bit of a rut, you know. I think they lost, what, 12 or 14 recently? They dismissed Joe Madden. Um, obviously, their interim manager, Phil Nevin. Um, for me, it's been their offense, something that that was supposed to be a strength this season. And not their pitching. Their pitching's been very, very good. It's just that offense. They have not been scoring. Uh, Mike Trout was in a slump. Otani's not been hitting. Um, you know, Jared Walsh hasn't been hitting. A guy who's an all-star last season. Um, you know, Brandon Marsh, he's got to get better. I mean, whenever your best hitter is Matt Duffy, there's just no, nothing against Matt Duffy. That's a problem. Texas Rangers, um, their offense has been, has been horrible. Obviously, you know, they're two bright, 
two biggest free agents, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, you know, have gotten better lately. Um, the pitching, the pitching's been okay, you know. Martin Perez, a guy who's a hot name at the trade deadline, he's been pitching very good. I'll be on a one-year deal, which is crazy to me, but who's pitching better than John Gray, who was their big-ticket free agent. The Oakland Athletics, I give them a D. I mean, they're going in a youth movement. You could clearly see they're going in a youth movement. Their offense has been horrible. Um, the one bright spot is that their closer, their, their reliever, um, can't remember his name, but I think his last name is Jimenez. He's been lights out, you know, but given how Oakland over recent years, have they retooled their farm system and they, you know, just put out stars like Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon. I mean, they, they, they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine going into the future. Now they still got to get a new ballpark. We're waiting for that. Um, but for right now, they're taking their lumps. Now the American, the National League East, Thought the Mets were, thought the, the Braves would be the class of that. You knew they were going to take a step back. Given, you know, I'll be honest, I thought it was a bit of luck that they won the World Series, but hopefully no Atlanta fans beat me up for that. Um, the Mets, they get an A+. They're pitching. Francisco Lindor and um, P. Alonzo has been hitting very well. Um, Starling Marte, their free agent, has been doing well. Eduardo Escobar, uh, Mark Canna. And even better, Edwin Diaz at the back end of the, at the back end of the bullpen, the closer, who's rebounded for, from a night for a nice season. Um, he got a five out save. Pretty much all five were punch outs against the Angels. I mean, the guy was reaching a hundred. So this is a team that is very scary in October. Um, Atlanta, they get a B plus. Uh, they're hitting. You know, they keep need to hit. Obviously, they you know they've won eleven straight. Yeah, they won 11 straight. They beat the Nationals, so that's 12 straight. Um, they've benefited now in this winning streak on a soft part of their schedule. Now, I'm interested to see when they play the Giants and the Dodgers and the Mets coming up. I'm interested to see how, you know, what, what this Brave team is going to be, what they're made of. So it's going to be an interesting, you know, couple of days. Um, but right now, I give them a B plus. Um, they're starting pitching. I had concerns about it going into the season, but Kyle Wright has done, has done, has done very, very well. He's pitching very good. Um, you know, they still need another starting pitcher. Um, maybe that may be Mike Soroka who comes back. He should be back hopefully before the end of the season. Um, you know, yeah, I think the Braves, they could stand pat. Obviously, Eddie Rosario, he may be coming back. You know, I love the contributions of Michael Harris II, their hot prospect. Um, the Phillies, they get a C plus. This team is, it's confusing. They have little margin for error, but they're one of those teams, once they get hot, it's hard to stop them. Case in point now, they're on a nine game win streak. Bryce Harper has been, has been hot. So is Nick Castellanos, so is Kyle Schwarber. Um, this is a team that, their bullpen, they set out to, you know, fortify that bullpen in the offseason and getting Jerry's familiar, getting uh, Corey Knebel, and yet still blow games, which led to the firing of Joe Girardi. Um, Miami, they get a C. Their rotation is is good. It's very, very good. I like Alacantra, Trevor Rogers. Um, they still, you know, hopefully, I, I really want to see Sixto Sanchez, a guy who 
burst onto the scene in 2020. Uh, he's, you know, he's still hurt right now, but, you know, would love to see how he fits into that rotation. Hitting, hitting, I, I feel they'll come around. That, but watch out for Jazz Chisholm. That guy has a chance to be a star, a superstar in this league. The guy is good. He's just, he carries himself with a swagger. I mean, he's a table setter for that team. Washington, obviously, I give them a C. They're in the midst of a rebuild. Um, by the way, the Marlins got a C and the Phillies got a C plus. But the um, Nationals are in the middle of a rebuild. I, I'm thinking they're, you know, they have an eye toward the future. Clearly, they're going to be unloading players like um, a Josh Bell, Nelson Cruz. Um, you know, they're, I hope they keep Juan Soto. That would be good. I don't want them to see, see them lose like they did Bryce Harper. Um, the NL Central. This is a competitive division. Uh, St. Louis has got a lot of, you know, a lot of um, contributions from their youth. Nolan Gorman, Matt Libator, um, you know, Tommy Edmond, Harrison Bader. Uh, you know, they, and obviously from the veterans like Nolan Arenado, who's Player of the Month, Paul Goldschmidt, Player of the Month. Um, this team, you know. They're one of those teams that it's hard to count them out, especially come October. So they get an A. Milwaukee Brewers, a B. I give them a B. They're hitting. Obviously, you know, losing Freddie Peralta is never a good thing. But, um, you know, Aaron Ashby, he's done very well. Brandon Woodruff. Um, I still I still don't know. I, they're, they're hitting, you know. I want to see more out of Willie Adamas. You know, he's their table setter. He's their leader. Uh, even also more out of Christian Yelich and uh, Lorenzo Cain. Pittsburgh, they get a C. That youth movement, it's beginning in Pittsburgh. I love what they're doing right now. Um, they obviously re-signed Key Brian Hayes to a massive extension before the season started. He's their new Andrew McCutcheon, the guy they want to build around. And I, I like what they're doing right now. Um, the Cubs... The Cubs, they're obviously, they're building for next season. You know, they're trying out players. I love that Christopher Morrell kid. I love his energy. Um, they're going to trade Wilson Contreras. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I was a little, you know, I, I'm still wanting to see more out of Seo Suzuki. I know he's hurt right now, but he was rookie of the month in April. I thought he was playing well before he got hurt. Um, you know, this is a team that's, you know, they're going to, they're, they're in that rebuild mode. Cincinnati. I gave them an F. I was the only team that got an F on this list. Um, it's just been really bad season for Cincinnati, although they've been playing a lot better lately. Um, I love that Hunter Green kid. You know, I think he's he's got a chance to be special. Um, also, same with Jonathan India. Those are two guys that the Reds should build around. Two guys right there. They still got some pieces to trade off, like a Luis Castillo who, you know, he just came off the I.L., who's been pitching very good, lights out, in fact. Um, now we go to the West. This is the most competitive division in baseball. The Dodgers, the Padres, uh, the Giants, even even the Diamondbacks and Rockies are competitive. Um, the Dodgers, their depth, I give them an A just because of that depth. You know, you lose one guy, another guy, they just plug in another guy. I mean, Freddie Freeman has been playing lights out. So is Mookie Betts, especially at the top of that lineup. I mean, this is a team that, if they don't win the, you know, the World Series, it could be considered a disappointment. San Diego, it's their pitching. I mean, also their offense. You know, once they get Tatis back in July, he should be back by then. 
Um, San Francisco, obviously, uh, they're pitching, very good pitching. I want to see more out of their offense. Um, Arizona, the youth movement, I give them a B. They've been playing very well. Uh, you know, they're, 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 they're playing better than we thought they would play. Let's put it that way. So is Colorado. They played better than we thought. A lot better team than I thought they were going to be. You know, they're pitching, as always the case in Colorado. So now we head to the NBA Finals. NBA Finals recap. Um, the trend I'm starting to notice in these NBA Finals is it doesn't really matter in the first sec- the first half. The Warriors historically have really won the third quarter. The Celtics have won the fourth quarter. The last two games have been a little bit of role reversal. Celtics have won the third quarter. Warriors put the clamps in the fourth quarter. And for some odd reason, Boston can't buy a basket in the fourth quarter. Obviously, Tatum played better yesterday, but still that wasn't enough. And I'm not sure if Jalen Brown's gassed, but it has something, you know, maybe, you know, this, you know, it's just a slight pause, you know, in the, in the schedule, you know, get back to Bo- the comforting, the, the friendly confines of Boston. Um, it should work wonders for the Celtics. I, I, I feel they'll win game six. I just have this, they'll win game six. What they're going to have to do is stop Andrew Wiggins on the offensive glass. Um, they're going to have to, the Celtics are going to have to find more scoring outside of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, meaning Derek White's going to have to be more aggressive. Grant Williams is going to have to be more aggressive. Um, you know, that uh, it's hard to say that Boston's top-heavy because they're not. They're, they have depth. They have versatile guys who can play multiple positions. But Golden State's battle-tested with Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, now you add Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Kavon Looney has been there, and you got a veteran coach like Steve Kerr. Um, but I really feel Boston can win game six. But, hey, it all, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. You know, you can catch game six Thursday at nine on ABC. This game, yeah, this series has not disappointed. I'm, I'm telling you people, this series has not disappointed. So now we get to talking about this term called the new media. So I remember there was a segment on First Take, Patrick Beverly, him and Stephen A. Smith were going back at it. And they put a term called the new media. Stephen A. Smith seemed to take umbrage about what happened. You know, this new media seems like he thinks that they're phasing them out and they're not. And what you have now is players, they're taking ownership of their own narrative. I think fans wanted to see that for a long time because we got, and I know for me, I got so sick of hearing what media had to say about players that I wanted to hear it from the players themselves. You know, with Bron, LeBron doing uninterrupted, the shop, you know, Draymond having his own podcast, the Draymond Green Show, JJ Redick have his, the old man in three. Um, guys like uh, Will Compton, Terry Lewan having, uh, busting with the boys, Aqib Tlaib having his podcast, Catching Fades. I mean, you got so many players doing, you know, going doing media, you know, CJ McCollum doing media. I mean, guys taking ownership of their own narrative. You know, I'd like to say I'm part of the new media, even though I'm not, of course, I'm not an athlete, but still, I like to think because, sorry about that. I would like to think that 
I like to control my own narrative. And instead of having people, other people speak for me, I get to speak for myself. And that's what you fans want to hear. You want to hear your favorite player, your favorite person, you know, talk for themselves, explain what happened, explain the situation. And I love it. The new meteor, it's here and it's here to stay. And I, for one, I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing the players talk, you know, hearing it in their own words. So I hate to say Stephen A is an old timer, but he's been very good. You know, guys like him, Skip Bayless, I, they're very good. I, they're very good at what they do. At what they do, they've been doing it for a long time. So now we got the, we stick to basketball. The top ten NBA free agents, most intriguing free agents going this off season. You got James Harden. He's got a player option. Now, if he declines his player option, he's a free agent right now. But if he accepts it, it's almost what forty-eight million dollars. He. He turns 33, I think, what? I think this, yeah, this year he turns 33. He, he looked like a guy who, who lost a step when I saw him in Philly. But maybe, you know, getting more rest now and a full off season, you know, we'll see the best of James Harden. Um, I could see him signing a three-year, $90 million extension with, with um, you know, take less money, but, you know, a short-term deal. Three years, $90 million with Philly. You know, see if they can run it back again. Now, a guy similar to him is Bradley Beal, who could sign a max deal with Washington. He's another guy who's coming back from injury. Um, obviously, Washington is a team that's rebuilding. You know, I like what they have in Kyle Kuzma, who showed he's become, he can become a legitimate number one option. Now, you got DeAndre Ayton. He's a restricted free agent. Restricted free agent. Now, in restricted free agency, that means you can match any offer. It's, your original team can match any offer you get from another team. He's one guy that he's a number one pick. He's been very good. Obviously, he's not a bust. You know, the prediction I have is a four-year, $100 million deal with Phoenix. I see him staying in Phoenix. I can't see him going anywhere else. I mean, there may be a team out there who, you know, who may just blow away, you know, blow away the, um, blow, blow him away and blow Phoenix away. Um, a team like, say, a Charlotte. Um, a team like, say, I'm trying to figure out teams. It's maybe a Houston Rockets. You know, we'll see. We'll see with this free agency. Uh, Mitchell Robinson in the same, he's an unrestricted free agent. He's a guy, he gets, he gets his points off lobs, but his value lies in defense. He's a great defender, great shot blocker. He's a guy who, he put re-sign four years, 80 million with New York. Zach Levine, he'll get the super max from Chicago. Um, a guy that, you know, he experienced his first playoff run. Now, albeit they didn't do well against the Bucks. No, it's the Bucks. I forgot who they played. Yes, against the Bucks. He, he's a guy you could tell they he fit well with DeMar DeRozan and Alonzo uh, Ball. Obviously, they weren't healthy at the at the same time, but I see they can run this back again. Um, the X Factor would be Malik Monk, a guy who, he, this kid can really play. I know I didn't get to see a lot of his highlights in Charlotte, but you saw him in LA. This guy can play. At times, he was the best player on the Lakers. Um, but he, you know, he found his role, which is a six man, like a super sub. He could resign for three years, about 45 men in LA. Um, Jalen Brunson, a guy who's shown that he could be a starting point guard, and he showed that in the playoffs. I see him getting four years, 80 million. But it won't be from Dallas. Maybe from New York. Maybe from Houston. 
Um, the guy similar to him is Tyus Jones. He'll probably get, you know, he'll sign with another team, like a three-year deal from, let's say, the Orlando Magic. Miles Bridges, Charlotte, who I thought should have won most improved player. Um, he's one of those guys, I'd like to see him play better defense, but he's been, his scoring has been, has, has improved. And as, as that team improves in Charlotte, you know, they got a new coach, Kenny Atkinson. Congrats to him. Um, I see him re-signing with Charlotte. Anthony Simons, I see him, he's an interesting case. How much money do you give him? Um, he looks like one of those guys, he played better once he got more of an opportunity. I mean, which is the case for all players, but for him in his case, his scoring went up. So I see him re-signing in Portland. Colin Sexton, ooh, this one's a tough one. I, it, this reminds me of Mon Monte Ellis, Steph Curry. You got two guys who are ball dominant, yet how do they fit together? Because Darius Garland, he's up for an extension this summer. And you wonder, are the Cavs, can the Cavs make them coexist? Or will they flip him or let him walk? So that's another guy that, you know, I'm really interested in to see what's going to happen. Uh, Lou Dort of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He has a team option. Either they can let him walk or re-sign him. Now, they're an interesting case because all their money now is about to evaporate because Shea Gilgis-Alexander, his extension kicks in on July 1st. So I, I feel that they're going to give him an extension. I don't know for how much, but it looks like a could be like a four, four for 60 um, kind of deal. So then you got Marvin Bagley. Bagley seemed to play well in Detroit. Obviously, he was given the starting job. Um, you see his array of skills. Now, it's it'll be interesting. Is Detroit going to bet on that he'll get better or will they let him walk? Bruce Brown, another guy who, he reminds me, he's like a P.J. Tucker. He's like the undersized version of P.J. Tucker. Guy who can, he's 3 and D, which has become a thing in the NBA now. Um, I could see him re-signing with Brooklyn or go to a team like Toronto. Uh, another guy on this list, Melo, the guy who's a future Hall of Famer. I see him, let's say, going back to where it all started in Denver, the Denver Nuggets. Why not go to Denver? Um, so... My stud and dead of the week, the Yankees winning 12 straight, the Braves winning 12 straight. Both teams have been hot. Um, the dud has been the LA Angels of Anaheim losing 12-14, losing fired their manager. Um, my shout out of the week goes to my coworker. Her name is Donna. Um, she has a radio show called Misfits Radio and TV. That's Misfits Radio and TV. Um, go look her up on, on the IG. Uh, it's called Miss Mix, Miss Mix a lot on IG. I forgot, I forgot to put the spelling on there, but it's Miss Mix a lot and check out her radio show, Misfits Radio. I hope you enjoy it. Check her out. Tell her that the Bon Voisin sent you and sent you to listen. You know, um, I hope she's listening right now because I just shouted her out. So I, I just, I like when people are, you know, grinding, doing their thing. I, I love it. I really do. Um, so I just want to give a huge shout out to her. I love what she's doing. I want to give a huge shout out to the people who've been listening, who've been following me since day one. I want to thank you and have a great day, everybody. Hey